0: every single one of us are facing it right now how do we do evangelism in this current situation right we've got the covid going on we've got societal issues we've got all kinds of concerns so what do we do about that how do we make sure during this particular difficult time that we continue to allow our light to shine for the sake of the gospel I'm Dr. Levi Skipper, evangelism catalyst for the Georgia Baptist Mission Board. You're listening to No Sweat Evangelism, my podcast designed to help you make sharing your faith a priority. Super glad you've joined us today. A little bit different format. I've actually got somebody in the studio with me by the name of Richard Bumpers. Richard Bumpers serves on the evangelism staff here at the Georgia Baptist Mission Board and is doing a phenomenal job. He's going to help us navigate how to really do some evangelism in our current context. So with that in mind, let me just say hey to Richard. And Richard, tell everybody kind of where you're serving right now.
1: Well, Levi, thank you for uh, inviting me. I actually serve in the west central region um, of, of the state. Um, and I am just delighted to to be a part, man, uh, just being able to support pastors and churches as we continue to uh, raise the level and the temperature of evangelism, brother.
0: Richard, just tell me, man, why do you feel like it's important for the church to be relevant to societal, social, and systemic concerns.
1: Absolutely. Well, you know, we're living in a time man, where, you know, uh, churches are are at at the the breaking point at the opportunity to be able to live out their faith and be the church um, to really exercise what the institution of the church is designed for. You know, a lot of times we have a lot of people that are um, really dealing with unrest, unsettledness. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of uncertainty. And they're turning to uh, different types of podcasts. They're turning to self-help books. But this opportunity, this opportunity for the church to be able to help them uh, understand and be familiar with the good book. Um, and so we want to to kind of help churches uh, think through strategies of how to evangelize through this this hypersensitive and this, this 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 tension of evangelism that we're that we're that we have the opportunity. to
0: Definitely. Share. And I'm yeah. down with that. Let me just uh, kind of ask you, whenever you're talking about some social concerns that are going on, kind of throw out you know, what, what are you talking about there? Well,
1: you know, we're, we're, we're dealing with the pandemic and, you know, wear a mask, don't wear a mask. Um, we're dealing with uh, systemic racism that, that's facing our community and our world. Uh, we're dealing with a lot of unrest, unemployment. And these are things that people are facing with, that are faced every day. And 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 they're looking for answers. They're looking for outlets. They're looking for truth. And if they're not, if we're not careful as, as a church and as believers to help point them to, to the truth, they're going to, uh, determine, they're going to come up with their own ideals and fables. Uh, as, as Timothy, uh, Paul said to Timothy, they're going to, uh, heap up for themselves their own teachers and look for truth that satisfies them. Mm,
0: That's good, man. i got four kids. You know, this Richard, maybe those listening don't, but I had one of my, my kids, uh, who is 14, and she was sitting down eating supper with me one night. Of course, you know, the family, we were all done, so everybody had left, so it was just she and I left, and she asked me a question. She said, Dad, what do you think about all this racism stuff? Which I thought was a profound question, first of all, for a 14-year-old. But then I, I, I said, well, let's let's talk about this from a biblical perspective, Right what do we know the gospel actually does? And I think this is the interesting thing because during this societal strain, we have an opportunity to share with people what the gospel does. The gospel reconciles us to God through Jesus Christ, but the gospel also reconciles us to men. Mm -hmm. I think that's the amazing thing, right? We don't talk about the ministry of reconciliation to men. But, you know, Paul says there's neither Jew nor Greek, slave or free, Mm -hmm male or female. We are all, all one, one in Christ. And so as I'm talking to my daughter, I'm saying the issue here is that you cannot fix racism apart from a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And Absolutely. Jesus is the one who brings us into harmony with one another. Absolutely. So talk to me, kind of, how, how do we take that message? First of all, build on that a little bit. But then secondly, how do we help our churches, help our pastors, our leaders, or those who are listening to this podcast know how to navigate a conversation like that.
1: Well, I want to start out with a quote um, by Dr. Martin Luther King. He says, and I quote, The church must be reminded that it is not the master or the servant of the state, but rather the conscience of the state. It must be the guide and the critic of the state and never its tool. If the church does not recapture its prophetic zeal, it will become an irrelevant social club without moral and spiritual authority. When we begin to look at uh the the addressing social uh uh injustices and racial tension, one of the things that we we have a tendency of doing is running away from the conversation mm-hmm. um, as churches we don't want to uh, 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 offend our 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 members because if we offend our members with truth what 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 what's that jeopardy is membership their tithes and offerings and support but it is our responsibility as the church, as as the body of Christ, to be able to speak out against injustices and 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 to uh, cause people to 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 actually repentance, um, to share the good news of Jesus Christ. And one of the things that the churches, some churches, have done is that they've made justice the 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 vocal and the focal point, and not Jesus. Mm. Now I understand that it is important that we we addressed justice, but. Justice can't be spoken louder than Jesus, but you can't not talk about Jesus without addressing justice. Mm. And so when we think about that, we have to be able to be mindful. We have to be uh, confident. We have to be bold enough to be able to stand up and say, you know what, let's call a spade a spade. If there are issues that we're dealing with within our churches, whether it's white church or black church, that we have to deal with ourselves first before we actually can begin helping other people heal. Repentance begin at home. And 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 when we look at the relevance of the church, people in 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 our society, whether it be millennials or Gen Xers, you know, they're looking at the church and saying, you know, they can't get it right within themselves. So why in the world should we uh, submit or or, or listen or to the listen, church? Yeah, that's right. And so if we are intentional about correcting ourselves, as the Bible says, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn from the wicked ways, then I will heal from heaven and heal their land. We begin to understand that seeking God's face first and be able to understand that there are some things that we have to deal with. First of all, whether it is private or public, we have to address it and and ask for forgiveness. Then we're able to address these social ills and call people to repentance because we first been on the chopping block and we've we've exposed ourselves to 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 our own
0: prejudices um our, our own sin our own sin amen that's right you know it's interesting to me man because in in our current society we have many people who are screaming out for justice yeah right so the interesting <clears throat> thing to me though is that that really is an echo of what yeah. their heart really longs for. You can't find proper justice apart from God. Exactly. Right, because there is only one just, exactly. and that is the Lord. And, it, you know, there's a great quote, and I wish I could remember who said it, but the statement was, your heart will never find rest until it finds its rest mm-hmm. in Christ. That's good. So if you think about it, when a heart is crying out for justice and that heart doesn't know the Lord, really what they're crying out for is the Lord exactly. himself. exactly. And so we've got an opportunity right now really to capitalize on the longings of people's hearts and point them to Jesus. And I I love the fact, Richard, that's your heartbeat. I know that you've, you know, your ministry has echoed that throughout the years. And thank you a ton just for helping people kind of see that. And uh, those are some great, great statements. That's a powerful quote by Dr. Martin Luther King, too, Man, I dig that. You
1: know, one of the things that 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 I'm grateful about is that, you know, Encouraging pastors to be intentional about what they um, what they committed and signed on to when they accepted their call to ministry. You know, one of the things that, that, that Paul told Timothy, um in Second in, in Timothy four, where he says, be intentional about preach the word in season and out of season, correct, rebuke, encourage with long suffering. And so if we're continuous in, in doing and being who God has called us to be, to preach the word unadulterated, uh, without, without, without apology, being bold in our, in our, in our faith and our confession and what we share, then I believe that people's lives will be impacted through the Holy Spirit convicting and changing their lives because we have the opportunity to share the gospel.
0: Yeah, man, that's, that's good stuff. You know, it's kind of interesting to me. um, When I, when I think about what you said just a moment ago, that some guys are, you know, backing off from preaching uh, truth based upon the giving or whatever. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. You know, you, when you were called into the ministry, you were called into the ministry to deliver the truth. deliver the truth. And you've got to just lay it out there the way it is and let everybody know. Even, you know, and it does hurt your feelings sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's just the bottom line. Sometimes I Bible. read stuff in the Bible that hurts my feelings. Exactly, exactly. But that, that doesn't mean the Bible's wrong. That mean I've got something yeah, I've absolutely. got to work on personally and get right with the Lord. Yeah. And I've also discovered that when you uh, preach verse by verse, you are going to preach on all of the issues that our society is experiencing. You can't get away, you know, you can't preach through the book of Acts, can't preach through Galatians, can't preach through Romans without talking about the fact that there was a racial Racial problem problem. between Jews and Gentiles, right? And and that's why Paul, even Peter, Peter says, you are a chosen race. Mm -hmm. He's talking to Gentiles and Jews. Exactly. You are a chosen race, a people for God's own possession, uh, literally so that you might proclaim the excellencies of him who brought you out of yeah, darkness into absolutely. his marvelous light. Absolutely. So that's a great call. Yeah. Richard, I also just want to ask you, man, what are, what are some opportunities for the church to unite through emotional stress within their surrounding communities? Because we, we know we've got emotional. We talked a little bit about the racial stress you know, in society, but then there's this emotional distress that's happening because of the pandemic that mm-hmm. we're currently in. So how can a church help? during this particular time? Well, you
1: know, man, there, there's always great opportunities to evangelize, but we have to be intentional about doing it. One of the things I recognize is that evangelism is not a one size fit all approach for everyone. Um, although evangelism is very specific, in this time, people are looking for compassion. They're, 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 there's an opportunity for us to, to evangelize through compassion, um, looking at where they are, uh, understanding how they feel. Um, being compassionate about, you know, what their circumstances may be. Um, there are people who are losing their jobs, who have lost their jobs, who have lost loved ones to, to COVID-19 that are dealing with emotional, dealing with the, the, the tension of, do I send my kids to school? Wh- wherever you are, wherever your bent is, it's not for you to 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 pressure anyone to believe or or to act the way that you're at. But if you are intentional about loving them where they are, you're loving them in their pain. You're loving them through their hurt. You're, you're, you're loving them through their uncertainty with the opportunity of ministering to them through compassion. Because all of us have experienced hurt. All of us have experienced disappointment. All of us have experienced loss. All of us have experienced some type of form of emotion that we can identify with somebody. That's the wonderful thing about Jesus. Jesus was able to connect with people through compassion. I I don't have the answer. Um, I'm not going to try to to make it up. You may be mad at God and, 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 and that's understandable, but understand that your anger can be eased if you completely trust in him. The Bible says, cast all your cares upon me because I care for you. You know, we help people understand that I've been there. I understand what it's like to have uncertainty and 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 identifying with them where they are through their heartfelt matters through their through through compassion it it doesn't take us knowing all 66 books of the bible what what matters is that i understand your heart i understand what you what, what you're feeling My, i'm 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 empathetic to where you are and so because of that people respond knowing that you authentically care about where i am
0: yeah and i love that and you know i love what you're saying too in the sense of we express care and compassion to those who are facing difficulty in their life so that we might serve them show them the you know hands and feet of jesus but at the same time i i know you know the ultimate goal here is that we introduce people to jesus Jesus. so you know our, our mission as a church is not to make earth a better place to go to hell from. exactly Our mission is to introduce people to Jesus that they might be rescued. So, you know, you think about your church, if you're listening, if you're a pastor or a leader, uh, you've got to begin to ask questions like this, right? What are we going to do in our community to really reach out to those who are experiencing emotional distress? We're gonna gonna find during the pandemic, coming out of this pandemic, that there are financial difficulties that are taking place in homes. That there are relationship difficulties taking place in homes, and Richard, you mentioned uh, job loss is going to be taking place in homes. How are we going to come alongside those exactly. families and really minister to them? And those aren't necessarily. I'm not just talking about families that come to your church every Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about in the community, community in which you live. Exactly right. It'd be great. Go sit down with the you know the mayor. Go sit down with some city planners and say what is going on in our city. And then figure out a strategic plan to actually help the issue that's taking place. It's just just massively helpful. You know, it, it, there are people that are
1: boots on the ground right now. They're saying, you know, here are some opportunities for us to serve. If there's an opportunity to partner with the CDC, if there's an opportunity to partner partner with, with 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 their county, um, local county agency to to be a venue to help. Think through how do we partner with educational um, uh, enrichment? What are some things that we can be a feeding program here? Here are some things that the church can tangibly do right now. And it's not about building membership, but it's, it's about building community and building kingdom, because that provides an opportunity for people to recognize that during tough times, this church and these members and these people were here for us. And because of that, it gives us an opportunity to share the gospel. Again, we're, we're not trying to, to, to increase our membership, but we are trying to increase membership in the kingdom of God of people who are lost. And, and whatever opportunity we have, we, wanted, we, we need to utilize every option, every opportunity that we have to share the gospel. And churches are, are, are really the cornerstone of, of a community in, 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 in many instances. And so if we were to be able to recapture that, that, that place, And not just be monuments but be pioneers
0: we can we can make a major impact in our community man that's good stuff richard bumpers serves as our evangelism consultant in the west central region man i'm grateful that the lord has allowed you to come and be a part of this team Uh, the lord is definitely using you and i'm i'm grateful to be able to serve alongside you well, the same here man and let me just say listen if you're paying attention to us let me remind you we have a resource available to help you know how to share the gospel in a very simple fashion it's called no sweat evangelism and let me encourage you right nosweatevangelism.com if you will go there you'll have an opportunity to see all of the resources that are available to help you as an individual or you as your small group, or you in the whole context of your church get real effective and intentional about sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. So once again, thanks, Richard, for being with us. And thank Thank you you for listening today to our No Sweat podcast. And as always, a huge shout out to our producer behind the glass here, Mr. John Graham.